0: You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number 12. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life with your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Welcome to the show. Are you already part of Blessed Nation? So you might be thinking, all right, what's Blessed Nation? Well, this is really our community here at Your Blessed Life. And this is a community of like-minded people who are interested in pursuing God's best for their life. So if you're interested in living a life that's promised to be rich and satisfying, a more abundant life, a life where you just don't survive, but you thrive. I want to invite you to stop by our website at yourblessedlife.com. That's yourblessedlife.com. When you sign up to be part of Blessed Nation, you'll get access to regular insights, teachings, and resources that will bless your life. So stop by yourblessedlife.com today and join Bless Nation. Hey there, my name is Jay Marsh, and it's great to be here with you today. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. So let's get right into the show. You know, I, I think as you begin to listen to this episode, that you're going you're gonna to find a certain draw to it. God refers to his children, to his followers, as the light of the world. That's what, he, that's what we are. We're the light in this world. And there's a certain magnetic type of attraction that draws the light of God that's in us to the light of God that's around us. And so light begets light, and the light that's in you and me, no matter how bright or no matter how big or small, it's attracted to the light of God. It's kind of you know that magnetic pool that I was talking about a while ago. So sometimes that light, when it starts summoning the light within you to it. It just feels right. It feels honest. It feels genuine. And there's a certain knowing, kind of that deep down kind of knowing that you recognize the truth of God's word. And so in this episode, I want to share with you nine blessings from God that are available to us as children of God. And it's my hope that this will draw you and it will resonate with you and it will it will just kind of make you shake your head when it starts to resonate in your spirit. So we receive these nine blessings that I'm talking about here through God's spirit. And we get them immediately as we've received Christ into our life as our Lord and savior. So these nine blessings, they become this foundation that we can really live out our life to its most effectiveness. And these nine blessings, They're known as the fruits of the Spirit. And these fruits, we find these in in the book of Galatians. And in chapter 5, verse 22 and verse 23, it says, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. And it goes on to name these nine fruits. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So before we dive into these nine fruits, I I want to prepare you both your mind and your spirit to allow these fruits to bless you, to recognize them, to proclaim them. So let's let's empower these nine fruits by speaking and by owning and being in agreement here with each other the power of God's word. So let's here, here's what I'm thinking. So we say it like this. In fact, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to pause just for a minute, and I'm going to encourage you to say it to yourself audibly in your own words, so that you're in your inner ear can hear your own proclaiming of this word. Okay? So today, Lord God, I proclaim with my heart, with my spirit. To the truth of your word, God, remove from me anything that is not of you. Cleanse me of any doubt or unbelief. Cause my spiritual sight to be clear, to be true, to know the difference between your fruits of the Spirit and the deeds of the flesh, to walk in the Spirit, allowing these fruits to explode in my life. Okay, that's it. I just want you to proclaim that. Because that's we're really setting the tone here because these nine fruits have that much power. You know, these fruits, they act as kind of this layer of protection, this layer of truth in our daily lives. And they really they're really the thing that makes us tick. These nine fruits that God has blessed us with is, is our response to the schemes of the devil. And as I was saying a while ago, the deeds of the flesh, and I'm going to go into those deeds of the flesh in more detail here in a minute, because that comes right out of Galatians two. So you probably heard of this saying, it's not so much what happens to you as it is how you respond to what happens to you. So when life happens, well, we respond with the fruits of the spirit. What is really neat about these fruits is they've been given to us as a gift freely, and they're in you as a child of God, or they can be when you receive Christ to be your Lord and your Savior. So when this happens, God gives us his spirit, and it is his spirit in us that craves those things that are of him. So there's this natural, well, maybe in this case, supernatural, there's this supernatural draw that we now have toward the things of God when God is within us. So as we begin to act on this draw, this supernatural draw, it really becomes more of a yearning of a place that we long to be. So as a child of God, it's in our nature to crave the fruits of the Spirit. You've heard the expression of... uh, you know, you have a sweet tooth, you're kind of craving something sweet. Well, why not crave the fruits of God, right? Because when He's in you, you want more of Him in you. So these roots of sin and despair, they become replaced with righteousness, the righteousness of God. And so that allows us, now that we're able to bear good fruit in replacing. That lack of fruit. So, kind of makes me think, how how should you respond to life? What will you respond to? Will you respond with righteousness or will you suppress it? Because that righteousness is in you, in the spirit, through God. It's his goodness that's in you. And it wants to manifest itself fully in you, and it wants to come out of you so that it can not only be a blessing to you, it can also glorify God as it's coming out of you and then be a blessing to others. So why does God want us to have this fullness of his righteousness anyway? I mean, why does God want these fruits to blossom in our life? Well, it's simply because he loves us. Because he loves you and he wants his absolute best for you. And he knows that his best in you is based in those fruits. And in spite of what you might think, and in spite of maybe what you've done or what you haven't done, God still wants to bless you and he still loves you. So as these fruits grow and as they mature in us, they help us, they equip us to handle situations, to handle people. And without the fruits, without these fruits of the Spirit in us, we would just as well respond with something more in line with the ways of the world. And that makes me think of something. So let me ask you, have you ever encountered a situation where you wanted to respond to someone with the ways of the world? And you know, maybe that, to me, something comes to mind, you know, when you're driving down the road and Someone cuts you off or doesn't let you in traffic or something. And you're thinking, man, I got a response for this guy. You know what I'm talking about? Or maybe it's that coworker that's not very easy to deal with. Or maybe it's that client that when your phone rings and you see their name appear on the caller ID, you're like, oh, you know, your stomach drops. How would you respond in those situations? Would you respond with, with kindness Will you bear the burden and use some of that extra fruit, maybe to offset their lack of fruit? You know, it reminds me of a story of a client that I had. And when this client would call me, this was a real estate client. This client was really difficult, really demanding, really very biased toward whatever it was that he wanted, when he wanted it, the way he wanted it, how he wanted it. And so when this person would call me, I knew that there was just going to be a, a tremendous need that I probably couldn't even fill on the other end, so I kind of dreaded sometimes when this guy would call me. And I decided instead of being defensive when I would get a call from this guy, or not looking forward to the call or dreading it or trying to justify my stand, I would respond in a giving spirit with love with gentleness, with peace, with self-control. And those were all the opposite things that I was feeling. And so what happened is when I would start to respond to this guy this way, it would start to release my fruits of the spirit into him. It was as if I had more than I needed to handle that conversation, more than, than I needed, yeah. And it would just overflow out of me and it would be a blessing to him and it would kind of neutralize the conversation. I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not even saying there wasn't a battle going on trying to justify what I wanted to say versus what I should say. But when I responded in a way that lined up with just one or two of these fruits, it began to overflow out of my life into his and it really made that conversation. A better conversation. And, you know, that's exactly what we're taught to do in Galatians chapter six and verse two. And it basically says, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. So I- I've come to learn that when there are people in my life that are, you know, that are difficult to deal with, that I know I have these nine fruits, these nine fruits of the spirit that I can respond with. And they protect me, they insulate me, they bless me, and they also they provide me an opportunity to minister to the needy. Because these people are needy, right? I mean, they, they're lacking something that they need. Or they wouldn't be trying to connect with me in a way that is just fully negative. When the fruit of the Spirit is inside of you, these people need what you've got. They are needy of some fruit. You know, if you look at Galatians five, verses two through ten, that we find here that God gives us these fruits to be, to not only be, be to be blessed, but to be a blessing. To be blessed and to be a blessing—that's what He says in Galatians five, verses two through ten. And this is only going to happen when our fruits are squeezed. Just a little. So when your fruits are squeezed, how will you respond? When they're tested, when they're challenged? So what happens when someone starts squeezing your fruits? What comes out? Does goodness, gentleness, love, patience, peace, kindness, does that come out? Have you ever been into the store and gone over to that? I don't know to a produce section. Most stores have these little produce sections, and you see these beautiful assortment of fruits. Maybe you go over to the apples, and you see your favorite brand. Maybe it's even organic. So you know it's going to be good, right? I mean, it's got to be. It's a beautiful ruby red or whatever color you like for your apple. It's shiny. It's got the sticker that you like on it. It's a beautiful piece of fruit. In fact, just looking at it and talking about it and thinking about it kind of makes your mouth start to water. And even your jaws, they, they start to kind of tingle, kind of clench up a little bit. So you pick it up, now you're smelling it. It smells good. It smells sweet. And so you bite into it. But to your surprise, to your disappointment, it's dry. It's pithy. It's tasteless. And and now you're you're not really convinced that there's maybe something wrong with it. Do you see my point here? Let the fruit of the spirit work in you from the inside out so when you're squeezed You respond in a way that releases the fruits of the Spirit, not in a way that you look one way on the outside, but when you're squeezed a little bit, what comes out from the inside isn't a contradiction of what looks on the outside, but line them up from the inside out. So when your fruit is squeezed, you respond with the fruits of the Spirit. And when you do, you keep your flesh under control. Yeah, your flesh is under control. Your emotions are in check. Your blood pressure is stable. You exhibit some fruit to a needy soul. And you become that light in a dark place. And you let the love of God shine through you, through those fruits. Here's something to think about, a a takeaway from, from these fruits. Use them and position them in your life so that you're led by the Spirit. And leading, when you lead with these fruits, that means that You're letting God out in front of you, and it's not an afterthought, and it's not an emergency. It's not a backup. It's not like, all right, God, I've done everything I can. I'm going to bring you out now. Lead with them. Lead with these fruits and allow God to be out in front so that his power through those fruits can be where it needs to be before the flesh has an opportunity to mess it up. You know, It's really important that we understand this this constant tug of war that's going on. In one corner, you've got the flesh. And in the other corner, you've got the spirit, the spirit of God. So on one side, we have the things of the world. And on the other side, we have the power and the ways of God. You see, our flesh is craving the things of this world. And our spirit is craving godly things. But what happens as we constantly access and and grow and nurture and develop and cultivate these fruits, we move away from our, our desires of the flesh. We move away from these empty things of the world and into a fullness of joy and peace that truly surpasses all understanding. I like the way that Galatians in verse 16 says it. it says, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I'd say that's a great verse that reminds us there's a tug of war going on. There's a battle going on. So the fruits of the spirit, they provide, they provide you the protection and the guidance that you need to stay on course, to keep you centered, to keep you balanced and to keep you focused on God's way of responding. Living a life where the fruits of the spirit are present are the things that people spend a lifetime searching for. I'm convinced that these are the keys to truly living a fulfilled life. They're the internal things that make us tick, that make us go. And here's the cool part. They're free. They've been given to us free as a gift, and they're ready to go to work for you on your behalf each and every one of those fruits of the spirit is deposited in you as a believer in christ but what's kind of interesting is these fruits they start out more like seeds and they are in us fully but the fullness of them can only be realized when we use them when we respond with them when we exercise them they do need they need to be developed this fruit needs to be cultivated. It needs to be matured to the point, and I want you to hear this point, to the point that we have more of them to draw from. And when we have more of them to draw from, then we have a storehouse, a vast storehouse of fruits to access. There's not a limited, there's not a scarcity of fruit. There is an abundance. There is a storehouse of vast Storehouse of fruits. We have to know what they are, what they do. So let's go over them real quick here. There's nine of them, right? Love, faith, joy, kindness, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, self control. We have to know that they have been deposited on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit. And we know that now we can put them to work to be the blessing that they were created to be both in our lives and into really the lives of others. But even with all of that being said, maybe we're asking, how come it seems like I don't have these fruits? And I I think that's a good question. I think it's it's an honest question. It's a question that I've asked myself before. Sometimes it doesn't seem like I have these fruits. I know I'm a child of God. What's going on here? Let me try to answer that question by asking a question. So, when life happens, how are you responding? Are you activating the fruits of the Spirit? Do you respond with the Spirit of God that's in you? Do you respond in a way of faith or with love or with joy or kindness or peace or patience or gentleness, goodness, self control? Or do you respond in the flesh? And when we respond in the flesh, then we're exhibiting what fear doubt worry anger selfishness crudeness uncontrollable outbursts these these kinds of things are lies of the flesh not fruits of the spirit but lies of the flesh in fact you know i'd mentioned this earlier but in galatians 5 and 19 and 21 you see really this full listing of these contradictory deeds of the flesh. So, in fact, they're called, in, in my Bible, there's a subtitle, and they call them deeds of the flesh. I called them lies of the flesh just because it felt right, but my Bible calls them deeds of the flesh. You know, God's already given us the tools, the power, and the truth of his word to overcome these lies of the flesh. You know, we were talking earlier about how the fruits of the Spirit, they how they begin to work on you from the inside out. By activating the fruits, by responding with the fruits, you begin to renew the way you think. I have one final thought to share with you on the, on the fruits of the Spirit. Where God's present, you will see his fruit. Let me say it another way. Where he is, his fruit is. So we know that God is love, right? So it only makes sense that the fruits of the Spirit are rooted and grounded in his love. And Colossians chapter 3, verse 14 reminds us to put our focus on his love, and it will create a bond of unity. So when we do this, it will allow the remaining fruits to manifest themselves into their fullness. Once we find ourselves in this fullness, we will see God begin to really use us. And that's exciting. So now our focus is right our response is right. Our heart is right. So when God walks over to the fruit tree of your life, just like we see in the book of Mark and Matthew, where where Jesus went over to this fig tree and he lifted up those leaves and he saw there was no fruit and he cursed it. Remember that? So when God walks over to your tree and he moves over the leaves just gently with his hand, will he be pleased when he sees your fruit? Will there be any fruit? Will it be ready and ripe for the picking? When he picks it, is he getting ready to bite into something that's full of goodness? Let me tell you something. When God picks your fruit, when your fruit is ripe to be picked and he plucks it from that limb, he is getting ready to take you to a new level, to new heights, ready to fulfill all that he's called you to be, to fulfill your purpose and to do all that he's called you to do. That's what happens when you start exercising these fruits because he wants us to bear much fruit. You know, I love this idea of the fruits of the spirit and really each of those nine could be an entire standalone lesson in and of itself. It's always exciting for me and and an honor for me to get to spend this time sharing with you. And I'm grateful that we got to spend a few minutes today talking about the awesome power of the fruits of the spirit. And how they are planted inside of you as a child of God, positioning you to grow from the inside out, to, to be the person that God's called you to be. To act as a defense mechanism, as a, as a blessing mechanism, so that when the ways of the world are, are coming at you, you've got a nine-fold approach of responding. Hallelujah. It's a blast to get to be your host your guide, your coach. And as we move down the path of your blessed life today and blessed nation, I want to ask you, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love if you'd leave us a review. And in fact, if you're listening on iTunes, just go to the iTunes store and click the, the search icon. So if you, let me give you a tip here, because it can be kind of confusing. If you already subscribe to the show, you can't just click on the cover art. I don't know why iTunes wants to make it difficult. What you have to do is inside the iTunes store or the podcast app, you have to go to the search bar and type in your blessed life. And then when it brings up the cover art, you click on that one. I know seems like a double step. So once you click on that one, then you can see the write a review tab. You click on that. You click on the number of stars that you want to rate and you write your review. So listen, I know that takes a few extra steps, but it really helps the show's ratings and it allows us to share the show with more folks. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. And Bless Nation, I want to thank you for tuning into the show today. And I can't wait to share that next episode with you. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show, that purple button, subscribe, boom. So you hit that and the next show, when it's ready to come out, it will be released to you through the iTunes app. So I want to invite you to subscribe to the show today. Oh, and speaking of the next episode, and I've got a great featured guest that I can't wait to introduce you to and to share with you. And what we're going to talk about is how, the, how God has moved mountains to empower this guy to get to the next level in his life. And I really believe that when you see this mountain-moving power that's happened in his life and how it's elevated him to a new level, I think you're going to see how it's, it applies to you in your life. And I can't wait to share that to you, share that with you. So until we meet again, until that next episode, remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you.